Chapter 10 of History of the Norwegian People, Volume 1 by Knut Gershet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 10 The Vikings in France and Spain. In 810 to 820, the Vikings began to visit the island of Nurmutyr, near the mouth of the Loire, on the west coast of France. That they came from Ireland, where the Norwegian Vikings were gathering in great numbers, seems the more certain, because the northern coasts of France were not disturbed at this time. In 843, a fleet of 67 ships came to the Loire directly from Norway, and a permanent colony was established on Neumutier. They called themselves Westfoldingi, i.e. men from Vestfold, in southern Norway. From this base of operations they ascended the Loire, and captured and sacked the city of Nantes. Returning to Neumutier, with their booty, they made another expedition up the Garona River in 844, under their leader Askir attacking the cities of Toulouse, Bordeaux, Nantes, and Tours. They also ascended the Adur in Gascon, as far as to Tarbes, but lost many men in battles with the mountaineers. Leaving southern France for a time, they made an attack on the coast of Spain. After an unsuccessful siege of Lisbon, they followed the coast to Cadiz, plundered the city, and ascended the Guadalquivir to Sevilla, in Andalusia. They besieged the city, and captured the suburbs, but they were unable to take the city itself. In Spain they fought many battles with the Saracens, whose prowess they soon learned to respect. From their settlements in the Loire, the Norsemen made repeated expeditions into southern France. In 877 they took permanent possession of a region along the coast, and founded a colony which long maintained its independent existence. The colonies on the Loire acknowledged the supremacy of the Norwegian kings of Dublin, who were regarded as overlords of all the Norwegian colonies in the west. In 859, a new Viking expedition was fitted out in western France, for a voyage to Spain and the Mediterranean Sea, possibly also for the purpose of attacking Rome itself. The wealth and glory of the Eternal City must have presented special attractions to these bands of professional warriors, who sought in hazardous adventure both honor and pastime. Danish Vikings seem to have joined with the Norwegians from the Loire colonies in the enterprise, as the renowned Hasting or Hostein, the son of Atle Jarl in Fjallafilke. Sinfjord, in western Norway, and Ivar Bonlas, son of the famous Danish chieftain Ragnar Lodbrok, were the leaders of the expedition. Hasting is well known in the annals of western Europe, which describe him as the incarnation of all that was fierce and terrible in Viking character. Ivar, who later became the leader of the great Viking army which invaded England in 866, was one of the most renowned of Ragnar Lodbrok's sons. The fleet sailed around Spain to the mouth of the Rhone River, in southern France, where they seized and fortified the island of Camargue. From here they made an attack on the coast of Italy, where they captured the city of Luna, mistaking it for Rome. Through these expeditions, the Norsemen came into contact with the Saracens in Spain, and communications were established between Dublin and southern Europe. In 844, the Norwegian king in Dublin sent an embassy to Emir Abderhamen II of Spain, who in return sent the poet Algazel as special envoy to the king of the pagans in Ireland. Algazale left an account of his mission, in which he speaks of the many conversations he had with the queen, whom he praises highly for her beauty and courtly manners. When he expressed anxiety lest their conversations should arouse the king's jealousy, the queen replied, It is not customary with us to be jealous. Our women stay with their husbands only as long as they please and leave them whenever they choose. The Vikings brought a large number of Moors as prisoners to Erin, says the chronicle. These are the blue men of Erin. Long indeed did these blue men remain in Erin. 
Commercial relations were also established between Spain and the Norwegian colonies in Ireland, and merchants sailed from Dublin to Spain to buy silk, leather, and costly cloth from the Arabs. The geographical location of the Scandinavian countries determined, very largely, the routes taken by the Viking bands from each, as well as the localities to which their operations were chiefly confined. Those coming from Norway followed, as a rule, a northerly route, leading to Ireland, Scotland, and the islands in the northern ocean. From Ireland, this route led farther to the west coast of France, to Spain, and the coasts of the Mediterranean Sea, and there can be little doubt that the hosts who directed their warlike activities to these regions were in the main Norwegians, led by Norwegian chieftains. The Danish Vikings usually followed a more southerly route, leading to Friesland, Flanders, England, and the north coast of France. That Danish Vikings in early centuries took part in the Great Migrations is possible. The expedition of Trochilaikas, Higelac, into the Rhine country in 515 has already been mentioned, but their powerful kinsmen, the Saxons, dwelling to the south of them, seem to have been an effective barrier against extensive operations in that direction, and no general movement is noticed before the beginning of the Viking Age. During the reign of Charlemagne, Viking fleets were seen to hover around the northern shores of the empire, but the energetic emperor, who discerned the danger, established military posts to guard the coasts. He even ordered fleets to be built, but the order was not carried out. His aggressive policy on the southern borders of Denmark aroused, however, the hostility of the Danes, and King Siegfried gave aid and shelter to those who had rebelled against Charles. In 810, a Danish fleet of 200 ships ravaged Friesland. Later, the powerful King Godfred began war against the emperor, but he was killed by one of his own men in the midst of the campaign, 811. While Charles lived, no other general advance against the empire was attempted, but when he died, the opportunity came. The strength of the empire was soon lost through weak rulers and internal dissensions. Maladministration and disorder prevailed, and the Vikings were quick to seize the opportunity. The attack began in 834, when a Danish fleet sailed to the Rhine and ascended the river to the rich city of Dorstadt, which was seized and plundered. In rapid succession, new attacks were made during the years following. In 837, the Vikings also captured the island of Walcheren. These events led the emperors Louis and Pius and Lothar to grant Dorstadt, Walcheren, and neighboring districts to a Danish prince, Harald Klock, with the understanding that he should defend the coast of Friesland against the Vikings, but this only served to give them a new foothold. The Danes were soon masters of Friesland, whence they could fit out new expeditions into the wrecked empire. The Frankish kings, who were unable to meet them on the field of battle, were forced to buy peace by paying a yearly tribute, which was often made oppressively high by the victorious Viking chieftains. In 845, an expedition led by Ragnar Ludbrook captured Rouen, advanced up the Seine, and fortified themselves on some islands in the river. King Charles the Bald hastened to Paris to defend the city, but he failed to bring with him a sufficient military force, and was obliged to seek refuge in the fortified monastery of St. Denis. Most of the inhabitants fled from the city, and the Vikings plundered the suburbs and penetrated far into the neighboring districts, practically unmolested. Again, the old method of buying peace had to be resorted to. King Charles agreed to pay Ragnar 7,000 pounds of silver on condition that he should leave France, and that he should not again attack the country. Ragnar returned to Denmark, it seems, but new hosts soon appeared under new leaders. Following the large rivers, they penetrated far inland, and plundered large districts. Paris was again attacked in 857, and once more heavy taxes had to be levied to buy off the enemy. The leader of the Viking host now operating on the Seine was Bjorn Ironside, a son of Ragnar Ludbrook whom King Charles the Bald sought in vain to drive from his fortified camp on the island of Oysel, above Rouen. 
Piratic expeditions were constantly undertaken into the neighboring country, and in 861 Paris was again sacked. King Charles now offered the Norsemen on the Salma River 3,000 pounds of silver to attack the Viking camp on Oysel, and the attack was also made, but the two Viking hosts soon came to an understanding, we are told, and left France in the spring of 862. The Viking inroads in France continued. In 885 a large army assembled on the Seine and laid siege to Paris, but they were finally persuaded to withdraw upon receiving a tribute of 700 pounds of silver. They were, however, allowed to advance and plunder the rich districts of Burgundy. The great Viking army met with no real check till it was finally defeated by the German emperor Arnulf near Louvain in 891. End of chapter 10